can love exist between a man and a machine? Or is my mother correct? Hey, you're listening to possibly the new intro music for the show. This is created by Kenny Gray, and he sent me two that I really like. And you can listen to both of them on our Patreon page. Head over to Pick a Side. And both of them are up there now, and we would like for you to vote on which one you like the best. Yeah, no, we have to now we have to record the intro for our love episode. Oh, okay. How do you feel about love? Uh I could take or leave it. I love it. You love love. I love love. It's precious. It's been so good to me. I have you. Oh. I mean, I've had some ups and downs, but <laughs> I love you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was holding my breath. I was getting nervous. <laughs> Love, love sometimes stinks, Sean. Sometimes, sure. I mean, we've both been divorced. Yeah. But right now, we've uh, given away most of our worldly possessions or mm. sold them, and all that we have is each other and this dog that we love. Yeah, that's and we're true. out in Virginia, mm-hmm. where neither of us ever lived. Mm-hmm. Just hitting the road because we have each other. Okay. okay so speaking of love this this episode took place on valentine's day Mm -hmm. obviously a big day for love except for in our relationship where we do not celebrate it i got you a box of chocolates i just like to tease you about that i ate half of them yeah well because i shared them with you yeah we ate them in bed it was very romantic yeah (laughs) but you but you don't care or expect do not demand romance for for valentine's day yeah i would prefer you to be good to me every day of the year yeah but if i slip up one day i gotta get something on valentine's day for you well i mean if it's like recent enough that i'm still thinking about it on valentine's Mm. day but what if i made up before it on like february 13th that's fine then you're off the hook i'm off the hook (laughs) valentine's day cool um, but there is a reason that you've been kind of, do I want to say conditioned to not care about Valentine's Day? Isn't that right? Oh, yeah, I guess so. My college boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah, he was British and told me that they did not celebrate Valentine's Day in England. And I was like, okay, like, I don't care that much. That sounds weird, but fine. Because, like, I in my head, I'm like, it's kind of like a a bullshit holiday that was made up by Hallmark. So I was like, yeah, whatever. And we were together for like four years. And one time I was at his family's house in Weston in Massachusetts. And I mentioned it to his mom because she had like asked us what we were doing. I was like, oh, you know, we don't celebrate it because Rob says like, you know, you guys never celebrated Valentine's Day traditionally in England. And she was like, what? What a load of bullshit. Of course we (laughs) celebrated Valentine's Day. So Rob was just completely yeah, lying I mean, about and this. And like it's not a difficult like it's not a hard holiday to celebrate, right? Like you get somebody a card and you're like, "Oh, here you go." Sure. Like, well, I mean, I think I feel like different people have different expectations for that day. I guess so, but he knew me and I I'm not he knew you weren't going to be different than I am now. Yeah. I would have been like maybe when I was younger I would have a little more particular and I would have wanted something, but like a card would have been fine. Yeah. But instead, I got a web of lies and deceit, misinformation about the British. <laughs> did he uh, make you not celebrate any other holidays, like the 4th of July or something? No, we did it. We, like, we don't really celebrate else. the 4th of July. In I England. mean, they didn't, but right. he did. 
Gotcha. Yeah, it was just weird. It was very random and weird. Weird thing to lie about, I feel like. But it's okay, because then he cheated on me with my best friend, and now they're happily married in, like, North Carolina or something. Oh, yeah. yeah so it's all okay. Yeah. It all worked it out. It all worked out for the best. And now she's not getting any Valentine's Day <laughs> gifts. Oh, she's mean. I bet she is. Oh, shit. <laughs> she wouldn't stand for no Valentine's. Do you ever wonder if maybe you didn't get a Valentine's Day gift because what was meant for you, the other girl took? Oh. And then he had to, like, cover his tracks, and he's like, we don't celebrate that no because i introduced them and they had not met yet when he told me this so like she knew that he was cheating oh she lived with me okay i feel like we've dived like i don't know if we've talked about this before devolved from love but yeah she was my roommate and my best friend at the time okay yeah maybe well uh, part of love is heartbreak and stuff like that one of the categories in this episode was breakups it was sad yeah it was a real slap in the face Okay, well, let's move on to something cheerier. Okay, that sounds great. <laughs> so, then years go by. We meet each other. Yes. We go out on a date. We both think, hey, I'm divorced. I'm not getting married again. Yep. Two years later, we're married. Yeah. It was very fast. Much faster than my first marriage. Yeah, I I, I was just five years before I got married. Yeah, I think the same first for time. me. Maybe longer. Longer yep. than that. So, hey, things do... Things turn around. They yeah. get better. Mm-hmm. There's somebody out there for everyone. I don't like it when people say stuff like that. It's true. Are you going to start talking about soulmates again? I mean, just because you're my soulmate and <laughs> you do not want to admit to it. I love you very much. I am not 100% sure that there's such a thing as soulmates. I think there's compatible people and personalities. And one exact person that is correct <laughs> <laughs> for another person, which is the case with us. Mm, okay. It's very sweet. Okay. So you don't believe in soulmates. You believe compatibility. I think the odds are like there's too many people in the world for there to be like, think of all the people you haven't met. There could be somebody out there that would have made you even happier than me, and you just don't nope, meet them. Because, not possible. That like, can be a thing. They speak like Mandarin or something, so you'll never even know. And even if you did meet, well, you don't make me be racist about it. Like, it, I couldn't love them because they speak Mandarin. Well, if they only speak Mandarin, I think you guys aren't going to find I a think lot of love common finds ground. a way. Have you seen uh, Love Actually? Mm, yeah, where, that's a bullshit storyline. Uh, what's his name? Colin Firth. Yeah, is that who is? They don't speak the same language. Yeah, that's true. And that is a Unless bullshit. you count the language of love. Oh, I don't think I do count that as a language. <laughs> okay. But yes, our first date was wonderful. It was the best first date I've ever had. Yeah, that's a cute face. Aw. Yeah, it was great. It went on forever. Yeah, we. that's right. Our first date, we went and we got pizza. Yep. And you ate like one slice and then you're like, oh, I couldn't possibly have any more. And I was like, do you not eat pizza because you're like training for a marathon or something? Like what's going on? I'm training for a Spartan race. Yeah, you're training for a Spartan race. And you're like, no, I'll eat eat some pizza. I'll have one slice. Is that what my tiny baby voice sounds like to you? You do have a little tiny baby. (laughs) (laughs) You do have a little tiny, (laughs) teeny tiny voice. (laughs) It's nice. Do you marry me for my little baby voice? <laughs> yeah, strictly for <laughs> podcasting purposes. Uh, somebody out there that listens to this on like just a random night is going to be like, what? This person sounds like a cartoon. <laughs> yeah. In my head, it sounds much different. I know I've said that before, but. Everybody thinks that they sound different. In my head, my voice is like commanding and deep, so. <laughs> I appreciate you laughing at that. Yeah, it's just very nice that you feel that way. But it's very sweet. Okay. So anyways, yeah, we go, we get some pizza, and we went out for some other drinks. We were watching some college football on the TV, even though I don't care about college football. But it was Tennessee, Mm -hmm. where you're from, so it felt like sort of serendipitous. Yeah. And then Isn't that it? went to overtime, and we were like, "Man, this date has just got to keep going because we got to see what happens." It was a lot here. of overtime. Yeah, 
But then anyways. we watch the movie Devil, the very romantic movie we, Devil. We went and watched the movie Devil. I met Cleo. Yes. And Cleo. She was in a bad way. Your little your little pop Cleo was injured at the time. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, like, this date has gone well, but this dog is surely very close to death. Oh, it was so sad. And I am going to have to console this very nice lady probably <laughs> next week over this sad situation. She got better. She did, and she's doing great now. Yeah. And I think it's all because of love. Love saved the day. <laughs> if love could keep Cleo alive, she would live forever. Yeah. Then let's go through this. Okay. What was the first date? What Best first date you ever had? That was our first date. Okay. I already said that. Me too. Okay. What was the best wedding you ever had? Our wedding. Okay. What was the best sex you ever had? Mm, I'm going to get back to you on wow. that. Wow. <laughs> I've just had so much sex with so many different people that I just like need to think about it. Maybe check my files where I keep my notes. I do not enjoy this answer. That's what happens when you force me or... to, to do podcasts. <laughs> um, it's so you, babe. What was the best breakup that you ever had? Probably when you dumped me. Oh, at my, I forgot about that. My, at the restaurant that I liked the most in my neighborhood. I didn't do it at the restaurant. Mm, yeah. Nope, that wasn't great. I also didn't like getting cheated on and all my friends knew about it. Um, I'd say that's the worst one, probably. I mean, I think my divorce was probably the worst one because it was the most dramatic. Mm. But getting the college one was embarrassing because all my friends knew. So that was a bummer. Yeah. Thank you, Kelly, for cluing me (laughs) into that. I will be forever indebted. Wish someone had told me earlier. <laughs> what about you? My best breakup? Yeah. Uh, it was the time that I broke up with you. Oh, you're such a dick. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it was like, it was part of what made me realize how great you are. And you're like very fucked up theory that everybody should dump someone before they marry yeah, them. Yeah, like you gotta, you gotta <laughs> so see how somebody up. handles that before uh, you marry them. Not, not great. <laughs> I didn't do it like as a test. I know, but I don't like this theory that you have formed around it. <laughs> it's just like, you know, I was just out of a relationship and I was like, I shouldn't probably hop right back into a relationship. Sure. But people should do it as a test. Like, <laughs> mm. it really, I learned a lot about you and I was like, wow. And this I learned is a that you were a little bit wonderful. of an asshole, but I was going to go ahead and give you another chance. <laughs> Yeah, you did give me another chance. Thank God for that. Yeah. Could have backfired. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was... I could be dating some other comic right now. You could be. So we did breakups, wedding, sex. I think we're done. And first date. Yeah, we yeah. went through all of those. Yep. Well, 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 what was your best wild card? I guess you were my best wild card. What was your... <laughs> what was your most... Uh, what was your worst date that mm-hmm. didn't involve me? Probably the guy that corrected my pronunciation of words through the entire date and then tried to hold my hand when I was going back oh. to South Station. What words? I can't even remember now, but it was like words with like a French origin. He would like. It's actually croissant. Yeah, it was stuff like that. And it was just so pretentious. And I'm not even 100% sure he was necessarily right the whole time. Sarah, we're not on a Rende's vous right now. Listen, I'm just a simple girl from Tennessee. (laughs) But it was awful. And then I was like polite enough, but I was like, oh, you know, thanks, but I'm just going to pay my half of the bill and leave. And he was like, oh, I'll walk you to the train. And I was like, okay, fine. Like, we're in downtown crossing. It's not a big deal. And then he tried to hold my hand. And then he texted me a few times being like, I just really liked you. I'd really like to see you again. And I had to, like, more than once be like, I just don't think it's going to work. You didn't tell him that it was because of the pronunciation thing? No. I guess that would have been helpful feedback for him. Sure. Because he obviously didn't, didn't, like, see that as. Yeah. Oh, and then there was the guy that told me how I could lose weight. Well, that's just not and very nice And I didn't really appreciate it. 
of scumbag. Yeah. He was a scumbag. Were you like, feel free to leave whenever you would like? Yeah, I felt like I was too good for him in my head. I was like, this guy is kind of like a sad sack. He was like way older than me and like not. I mean, he seemed like fine, but nothing like special. I wasn't super excited about this date. And then he told me that I should lose some weight. And I was like, what (laughs) the fuck is happening right now? So I did not pay for my half of that bill. Right. Let him pay for the whole thing. Yeah, I should have gotten more food, too. Yeah. Be like, I'm not losing any weight tonight, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I'm eating all this. <laughs> We're getting two desserts each. Show you. <laughs> it was brunch. Brunch date. Yeah. Two brunch desserts. Yeah. Well, that was our podcast about love. It was rambling and incoherent. But we talked Just about love. like love itself, really. Yeah. <laughs> you never know when it's going to happen. It's true. All right, well. You can't hurry, love. You just have to wait. You just have to wait. Love don't come easy, Sean. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) We have to play the debate now. Give and take. (laughs) Okay. So this was recorded live at Maggie's Lounge in Quincy. We are there every Friday night at 7 p.m. When I say we, I mean Joe Polana and company. I am on the road with my lovely wife. And our dog. And our dog. So come down to Maggie's Lounge, 7 p.m. for lively debates. Friday nights. Live, lively debates. And love. Yes. All right. Let's do this tonight yeah hey hello everybody welcome to pick a side stupid thanks we're all settling in still it's a wild night traffic was bad was it the train's not working. A lot of surprises on this Valentine's Day. So it's Valentine's Day, which means we're talking about love. What's up, everybody? Yes, what has gone wrong in your life that you are here with me tonight? That's what I want to know. When I messaged every comic about this show, I was like, just a heads up, it is Valentine's Day. But there's nobody I'd rather see than all of you, so, yeah. Don't boo me. I get to be sappy once in a while. This is the last show that I'm going to do here. Uh, Yeah, so, you know. And then you get Joe. Joe Polana. Everybody, everybody give it up for Joe Polana. All right. Buy him a drink tonight. He's in charge next week. So the categories tonight will be first date, wedding. Sex. Corey's always try to stop everybody from having sex. Breakups and wild card. So um, every question, every category has to go through at least once before we return to a category. Next up, everybody, please welcome Bill McMorrow and Liz Esty. Hey, buddy. Bill, do you want to go first or second? Yeah. Okay, Liz, do you want to go first or second? Okay, Bill, you can pick any category except first date. All right, why don't we do breakups, since you fucking break it up with me? Why don't we just put it out in the open, Sean? Why don't we just fucking deal with it? 
Okay, this is your right. question about breakups. But don't be a, don't make it a sad one because it's is from Ken Green. Comedy show. He asks, "Is it sad? You're doing the right thing and breaking sad. up in person." What was the first half of that? You're doing the right thing and breaking up in person. You are. You're always doing the right thing, breaking up in person. Should you do it in private so there are no eavesdroppers? Obviously. Or in public, so there are plenty of witnesses. No. I mean, what's the relationship like, first of all? Is, it, uh, is this the type of thing that you're trying to uh, not get murdered? How is this other person? Is this person a bad person? Am I trying to, should I call the police? Is it you? Oh, is this it in front of a group of people? Let's do it in front of the group of people then. Let's get witnesses. I'll take the witnesses. They're all here. What did I do? What did I do to you? Is it because I did... Is it all the times I've besmirched you up here? Is that what it is? I've besmirched your honor. And now you're like, well, me and my wife are leaving. We're fucking going to go across country because I can't take the besmirchments any longer. I apologize. If that's what it is, I apologize if it was me that caused this. I feel bad about it now. I didn't know what I was doing previously. I tend to get high before the show, you know? So I don't... Generally, I don't know what's going on. Hey, why was Tyler in the garden? Time. <laughs> All right. So I think Bill was arguing in favor of a public breakup. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. So I'm going to go for a private breakup because shame should not be seen. Uh, <laughs> and everyone's ashamed. Look, I mean, the fact that I'm breaking up with someone, they should be ashamed. Uh, <laughs> like, how did we get here? Uh, I mean, recently, and by recently, I mean two days ago, my therapist gave me the homework of get romantically rejected as many times as possible. <laughs> so, why am I here? <laughs> That's why. That's why. And that's why it should be in private, not here. <laughs> Thank you. That's a bad therapist. They shouldn't tell you to do that. They should try to uplift you and not tell you to do that. I apologize that that happened here. Hey, uh, why is Tyler in the gauntlet? Why is he not wearing a hockey jersey? What's going on? Am I in a, am I in a different world right now? Sean. Me and Sean, we once swore blood oath that we'd never be more than 26.2 miles away from each other. He likes to run marathons or something. He's like, oh, that's a really important number to me. So we'll never be farther than that. And now he's going to fucking the Grand Canyon. Time. Bill wears it well, but I think what he's saying is he would have preferred to have this conversation with Sean in private. <laughs> Uh, so that's why I'm right, and <laughs> thank you. All right. Solid cases presented before me. However, I got to pick a winner here. Uh, it's going to be Bill McMorrow. Sean, I apologize if I attacked you there. It's fine. I'm, I mean, I'm fucking leaving, but... All right. Next up, everybody, please welcome Shelly Gruenberg and Brianna Woodward. Okay. Shelly, would you like to go first or second? I'll go second, Sean. Okay. Hey, Brianna. Hey. 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 You can pick from wedding, sex, or wild card. I almost got married, so I'm going to go wedding. All right. Experience. It's not so bad. I've done it twice. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Your question is from Evan Zygmunt. He asks, yeah. your ex rebounds with your best friend, and then they get married. They have the audacity to invite you to the wedding. Do you refuse altogether or go and try to sabotage it? Oh, I sabotage the fuck out of that wedding. I'm showing up. I'm taking a shit on the dance floor. I'm doing full GGL, and we got poop on the dance floor. We got poop on the walls. We got poop on the wedding cake. I'm going to take a bite first, but we're going to poop on the wedding cake. 
I will literally be like, I'm gonna dance with your mom and I'm just gonna whip that old bitch across the dance floor. I'm gonna fuck her shit. Hell no, none of that petty Maleficent shit. Like, no, you invited me and now you will regret that. So I'm gonna fuck him up. Why would I go to my best friend and my ex-boyfriend's wedding and ruin it when they've been so nice to me? First of all, my best friend fucked my boyfriend, so I don't have to. <laughs> what a sweet, well-adjusted queen. I said, thanks, Sarah. Not you, Sarah. That's actually my best friend from high school's name. <laughs> my favorite thing about her is that she fucked my fiance. <laughs> Put this on the podcast. I want her to know I'm mad about it. <laughs> All right, fair enough. But, you know, I usually try to make good connections first so that this shit doesn't happen. So if I were to ever be in this situation, it would definitely be the best friends being a douchebag. It's time to ruin their day. They're going out of my way. I just want to shit on Sarah's room. Like, I'm just, let's find all their floors. We're going to take poops on all the floors. We're going to ruin everyone's day. Valentine's Day. Fuck them all. Burn it to the ground. The thing is, that's not going to ruin their day. That's going to ruin the janitor at the venue's day. <laughs> you know? Also, why would you fuck up the venue when you know for a fact they're not home? Go to their house. You know? Why would you shit on some random floor when you could shit on their toothbrush? <laughs> and then they're gone for a week. So I could just ferment in there like a poop kombucha, if you will. Time. All right. A lot of good ideas happening here. I'm not going to make either of you angry, um, except maybe right now. Okay. The winner is Shelly Gruenberg. All right, next up, everybody, please welcome Zach Jones and Craig Biedemann. Hey, it's about to get loud. Thomas? What? This dick. <laughs> and dick. Dick train. <laughs> dick train. <laughs> All right. Um, Zach, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. I'll okay. go first. Great. Craig, oh, your question's from Wildcard. Okay. So, um, it will be from Alan Richardson. He asks... This should be fun. Can love exist between a man and a machine... Or is my mother correct? <laughs> hmm. I'm glad I got this question. Of course, love can exist between man and a machine, obviously, because there are plenty of wonderful things you can buy on the internet. <laughs> and they are very realistic. <laughs> and you can have a lot of fun with them. <laughs> and I fall in love very easily. <laughs> and that happened in college. <laughs> Here you go, Zach. Listen, if there's one thing you should take away from being in a room full of comedians is that your mother is always right about whatever she said. Do not listen to these people. They have all failed in the ways that your mother knew they would fail. <laughs> listen to your mom. She's right. You can't fuck the toaster. You can... I, I, you, you, all right, you can fuck the toaster. You can lust over the toaster, 
But you cannot be in love with a toaster. You can't love a machine. I think that's what the movie Her was about. I didn't watch it. Joaquin Phoenix looks weird in the movie. I didn't want to see it. it, it, it weird, he had a weird mustache, and I didn't want any part of it. So, uh, yeah, it, it, you can't. You can lust for towards that. Uh, but uh, your mom is right always. You've never met my mom. She's never right. Uh, I did find her dildo when I was in 12th grade, though, and it was disgusting. Also, if you can't fall in love, actually, it was actually, Shelly, it was pretty great. Like, good for my mom. But also, but also, if a man can't fall in love with the machine, explain my relationship with my vacuum growing up. Time. Yeah, uh, you and that vacuum were just using each other to get what really you both needed. You know, you needed something, and then the, the vacuum, you know, just wants to suck as much dirt as possible. So, 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 listen. Unless it's a sex machine in like the James Brown sense, which is a person. You can't be in love with it. Um, all right. Yeah, a lot of good points. Uh, it's a little rude, Zach, but uh, I'm still going to hand you the win here. Zach Jones is our winner this round. Okay. Next up, everybody, please welcome May Keith and Tyler Derniak. Okay, um, May, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second, please. Okay, Tyler, you can pick from any category except for wild card. Uh, let's go with breakups. Okay, breakups. Um, let's see. Your question is from Ken Green. He asks, more devastating breakup, Henry VIII, beheading Anne Boleyn to marry her cousin, or Matt Damon going on national TV on Oprah and saying he was single even though he was dating Minnie Driver at the time. I know. It's, it's got to be Matt Damon, because, like, 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 to be broken up with, like, by a king or, like, involved with royalty like that that news gets around but if you're if you discover that you're not dating someone from oprah that news is everywhere oprah is more powerful than the british royalty <laughs> and if she knows and the world knows that you know you you thought you had something special with matt and you know you you were with him on set at invictus you were with him <laughs> You're with him on set with The Departed. You know, sure, you were five, but, you know, you were... <laughs> I thought Matt Damon and I had a lot of, a lot of good things going on. I, you know, I, I like the Boston accent, but, you know, it's fine, Matt Damon. You can, you can, you can just say that we're not dating. You just say it in front of the O. You know, it's... <sighs> Sorry, I, I didn't know this question was going to get so personal. Time. Uh, counterpoint, I would rather have my head chopped off than have ever been anything resembling dating Matt Damon. <laughs> but, but what about his commitment to community service? <laughs> it's, it's just inspiring. He's an inspiring man. Or he was before he broke my heart. <laughs> Look, if I'm going to date royalty, marry royalty, and fuck royalty, I'm going to die like royalty. That's by guillotine, all right? <laughs> Chop my head off, and Matt Damon can suck my dick. All right. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. I think we have a crowd favorite here. Um, I hand the win here to May Keith. Tyler, here's some hearts for you. Okay. Okay. Um, next up, 
You want some? Joel? Right on. Okay. Um, hey, let's read some uh, no contest questions. These are questions that are not in the rotation right now to be asked on the show, but one of them will be our final question of the night. The other ones we'll, uh, we'll ask of comedians that come back up on stage and uh, put it up on our Patreon page. So make some noise for the question that you want to hear the most out of these ones. This one is from Alan Richardson. He says, sex, is it as good as everyone says it is? Okay. This next one is from Tyler Derniak. He asks, if you're having breakup sex, should you call your dick the severance package? Okay, the crowd is split on that one. I enjoyed it. This one's from Jair Palapal. He says, would you rather pick up your stuff from your ex's place or give up and decide, fuck it, I can get another kid? All right. This one is from Mae Keith. She asks, your best friend asked you to officiate her wedding. What do you sneak into the ceremony? As many Animorph references as possible. Or one really solid 9-11 joke. Okay. That one people, that one people want. Okay, this one's from Alan Richardson. Alan Richardson asks, is Alan Richardson as unlovable as so many women have told him? No, I promised I would ask that question, but maybe we won't. Uh, this question is from Jair Palapal. He asks, would you rather be the six or the nine? <laughs> All right, uh, next up, everybody, please welcome Bill McMorrow and Liz McDonald. Hey, Bill. Hey, Liz. Still here, huh? Still here. Hi, Bill. Still here. <laughs> hey, how are you? Bill, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second, Sean. Okay. <laughs> Liz, you can pick from any category except wild card. First date, please. First, first date. date. Okay. First date. Hold on. I'm looking at first date here, Bill. Look. <laughs> Your question is from Sarah Albanese. That's Sarah Albanese asks, what are you more likely to do on a first date? Overshare or come? Hi, nice to meet you. Did you know my dad had a second family? <laughs> to overshare and I definitely have talked about like childhood trauma and like weird body hair within like 10 seconds of a first date and like I also came both of those times but I think that part like you have to get through the whole date and then it has to go well right but like I'll overshare any fucking time it's all good don't worry about it like it, it maybe makes you uncomfortable it doesn't make me uncomfortable because I don't know I do like to lie, like May, but I also like to tell people really weird shit sometimes. Like, guys, I have a lot of nipple hair. It's weird. I'm sorry. <laughs> I won't be ashamed. I'm, I'm not ashamed of my nipple hairs. Neither. Neither. I think it's neither. I said neither, but I think I should have said neither. What do I... Uh, so I, so I want to be... I want to come on the first... On the first date? On the first date, right? That's pretty that's pretty hot. That's pretty hot on the first date, right? That's pretty I mean I've been I've been married uh, I just had my thirteenth uh, wedding anniversary on Monday, so Yeah, let's get back to coming on the first date. That's that's a hot time. Which I I think that's kinda oversharing too. So I think I'm hitting both I think I'm hitting both of the uh what do what do we call these things? Uh, signs. I think I'm, I'm I think I'm hitting both of them. 
But I'll, yeah, I'll come. I'll fucking, I'll get it up and off for, on a first date. Why not? Where'd we go? Did we go somewhere nice? Was it worth it? I hope we had a good time. Time. I love this. <laughs> so to continue my uh, oversharing, just to prove how willing I am to do it, one time I jerked off to a video of a guy having sex with a sex doll, which was really confusing to me because I'm attracted to neither men nor silicone. <laughs> and that's also something I would probably say on a first date. Because, honestly, you might as well just scare them off right away. Because I like when you're on a first date and then people start telling you about the weird foot fungus and you're like, oh, yes. This is where it's at. <laughs> and then maybe you both come later. Who knows? Time. It's like, yeah, it's a first date. Listen, I don't want to bother you with all the details. But if we could just get to the common part. Is there any... Is there any chance we could just skip ahead and then second date? I'm going to tell you about my dead mother. I'll let you know all about my dead mother on day two. But if we could just take care of the important stuff tonight because... Because it's wrapping up. Could, hey, I don't mean to overshare, but could I come now? <laughs> Would that be... A, is that okay with you? Uh, all right. I hear the way here to Bill McMorrow. All right. Next up, everyone, please welcome Mary Beth. No. Everybody, please welcome May Keith and Hallie Griffin. Okay. So, May, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. He, he yells, get some. Oh. Get some. It's like a catch. Oh. No. All right, what's the question? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> wedding, sex, or breakups? Mm, breakups. Okay. I'll go first. Great. <laughs> Your question is from Shannon McDonald. She asks, what's more important, your first date outfit or your breakup outfit? say, I, I feel like I'm a very charming person. I feel like I could wear pretty much anything on a first date and have them fall in love with me. <laughs> um, I, I want to wear something incredible to our breakup so that they remember that night and they remember how good I look and it just ruins the rest of their lives. <laughs> what? Broken up. I've been ghosted and broken up with so many times. I would love to ruin somebody else's life for a change. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> Wait, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, like you're like you look so cute. You're such a good dresser. Like I'm not a good dresser. Like I like this is a t-shirt from Target. Um, this is a work cardigan, but you know, sometimes I this is like a Mary Beth cardigan, but tonight I'm rocking it as a May cardigan. <laughs> Um, so, so yeah, like I'm definitely wearing sweatpants to the breakup. Like if that's on the table, that's what I'm wearing. I think that's the side I'm arguing, right? Yeah. So, so I'm probably going to have to ask a friend to like help me pick out a first date outfit. And that's kind of when you have to try, right? The first impression matters a little bit because as soon as they get to know me, like they, like they know what's up. Right? Like a hot outfit the day that they're like, you're awful and I want to leave you forever. Like, that's not going to change anything about who I am or all the pain I've inflicted or like <laughs> what a bad person I am. Like, how hot I look in some stupid outfit. That's not going to change that once you know those things about me. But Time. if you. I like honesty in relationships. That's why I'm going to go to the first date dressed however I feel like it. I feel like it doesn't matter. Um, you guys remember, I think I'm remember, I thought I saw this maybe when I was like seven, that scene from Working Girl where Melanie Griffith gets really dressed up and then she goes and breaks up with Alec Baldwin. That's, 
Yeah, you guys remember that movie? I remember that scene so strongly from my childhood, and I was like, this is a model of like feminine power. I'm going to try and chase that high my entire life. I want to break up with Alec Baldwin. Time. And then. Uh, yeah, I realize now I misunderstood the question. It's not about getting dumped, but about dumping someone. Um, the only people I've ever dumped was uh, I did once date an Italian in high school. His name was Mauro. Uh, and I dumped him, and I think it was over the phone. Thanks, Ted. Uh, and then another guy was a redhead who I did break up with twice, and both was over text message. So again, like, what you're wearing, it doesn't matter when you're the dumper. Just, like, walk away, and it, they're not going to know what you're wearing. First date, you have to trick them into thinking that you're a normal, functioning person. <laughs> Impressions matter. All right. A lot of good points here, but I got to hand the win to Hallie Griffin. Okay. So, our two finalists tonight, everybody please put your hands together for Hallie Griffin and Bill McMorrow. Okay. Hey, Bill. What's up, buddy? Hallie, do you want to go first or second? Uh, does it really matter if it's against Bill? <laughs> um, I'll go first. Uh, okay. Yeah. Your question is from... No, it's the final question of the night. Final <laughs> Hallie, your question is from Shelly Gruenberg. Hi, Shelly. She asks, will this baby save my relationship? <laughs> Um, do you have kids? <laughs> okay, then I'm going to go with no. This baby will not save our relationship. <laughs> what? That's not it. Um, yeah, I don't think having a baby is... What? You're going to have a baby with a failing relationship and then you're just stuck with this person that looks like half somebody that you slept with that you hate now? Like, <laughs> great. Now I have to, what if the baby comes out looking like the dad entirely? Sometimes that happens. That's unfair for women. Um, <laughs> can you imagine fucking carrying a baby for nine months and then it comes out and it doesn't look anything like you? It just looks like this one guy that you were trying to save this broken relationship. Time. Yeah. Oh, this baby's going to save this relationship. Listen, it's a baby. Look at it. He's so cute. Look at him. Just pick him up. Just hold him. Just hold him for a little bit. I'm going to run out to the store. Just No, you put him down on the couch. Listen, if this baby doesn't save this relationship, I'm sure the next one will. You know? That's where you keep, you keep going until you get a good baby. Listen, maybe the first baby isn't the right one, you know? You, you keep it, obviously. I mean, once you, once you passed in 10 months, I think it is. Because you get, well, you get nine months, and then you get that, like, 30-day. Because it's a lemon law. It's the state of Massachusetts. It's a law. That's not my call. Don't get mad at me. You can return anything that you buy up to 30 days. Baby car. Baby car. The bigger car. Time. What else? All right. Here's two issues with that argument. One, if you have a baby, it's been inside of you for way over 30 days. You have like one month from conception to return that and then... <laughs> and then there's a lot of re illegal red tape that you gotta deal with because this is the USA, don't chant. Um, <laughs> uh, Time. I mean, you don't, you don't have to bring it back to the store. You just you drop it off at a baby safe haven or something. Yeah, you won't get a you won't you're not gonna get your money back. And also that baby wasn't inside of me for over thirty days. It was like since the first date. 
That's a call back to when we came. You, oh. Hopefully it was with the same lady. We're trying to salvage our relationship. We got triplets on the way. Oh, imagine that. Three babies at once. How blessed are we? How good is this going to be Time. for us? All right. As I'm sure you all know by now, there's no way that I could pick a winner on the final debate of the night. So I need you all to vote. Head into the Pick a Side Stupid Facebook group right now and vote for either Bill McMorrow or Hallie Griffin. Sean, we're going to miss you. You're a beautiful man. Thanks, Bill. Son of a bitch. All right. So while you... Sean, I'm going to kill myself if you guys don't vote for me. Okay. All right. And I'm going to miss you guys. So vote now. And in the meantime, let's do some uh, let's some do some Patreon only uh, content. Let's have some debaters. Uh, Evan, you're down to debate again. Yeah. yeah? All right. Cool. Evan, T Ted, you want to do a debate? Ted Pettingill. All right. Cool. Let's do Evan and Ted. All right. Um, so now let's check in on the poll on Facebook and see. See who you guys voted for as your winner this evening. All right, so you have all voted on the poll on the Pick Aside Stupid group, and you chose your winner tonight. And tonight's winner is Bill McMorrow. So thank you all for being here. Uh, Thank you for two great years of comedy shows in Maggie's Lounge. Um, yeah. Oh, thanks. Um, please. All right, so that's our show for this week. Thank you all so much for listening. Make sure to head over to our Patreon page, pick a side, and pick a side in this music debate. Which intro music do you like better? Sarah's favorite or my favorite? We're both split on it. We both think we should use the other intro music. So head on over there, listen to both of them, and uh, let us know what you think. We'll be back next week, every Friday night. Joe Polano will be hosting for the next several weeks, Friday nights at Maggie's Lounge, 7 p.m. There's also shows at Maggie's Lounge on Monday nights at 8 p.m. with May Keith doing the comedy quiz. At 9 p.m., there's open mic comedy with Sean Rosa. And on Wednesday nights, if you want to see some stand-up comedy right in the heart of Boston, head on down to the poorhouse, down in the basement. Ryan Shea hosts comedy at the poorhouse, 8 p.m. All right, thanks so much for listening. We will see you next week.